Six Foot Plus, a program of music and more for those who like it spooky. Broadcasting from a remote corner of the front office, found online at sixfootplus.com. It is the start of March, but it's the end of the world or the closest we've come to it so far. So let us not march ourselves into an early grave, but instead march ourselves into a brand new episode of the podcast of music and more for those who like it spooky. It's Six Foot Plus, a weekly spotlight on horror punk, psychobilly, demented surf, and whatever type of music we happen to dig up. You don't need to go digging for new or old episodes why they're all located over at sixfootplus.com on iTunes, and on mobile smartphone apps. But there are people out there, dear listener, who aren't as clever as you. And you are very clever. Clever indeed. No, there are people out there who need help finding this show. They need your help. They need you to guide them. They need you to rate and review Six Foot Plus, because that raises our visibility. So please, take a few seconds, click on a few stars, 
write a review, leave a rating, share your thoughts, and by all means, share your thoughts about this show with me on all those social networks out there. Facebook.com slash six foot plus at six foot plus podcast on Instagram and on Twitter, it's at six foot plus. That's number six, F-T-P-L-U-S. Ah, but who am I? I'm the curator of this program, a coffee achiever, a non-believer, not the sharpest knife, but a very efficient cleaver, the deranged mason known as Strange Jason. Here I am, at your service. (laughs) Funny, I went through most of my young life thinking nothing rhymed with Jason except for this remote Arizona mountain town called Payson. Ah, but that's the type of sick, sad world we live in, one that is bizarre, one that is close to ruin. Curiosities of this world are presented before you in this, an episode of Six Foot Plus. But how are you, dear listener? Are you well? Are you prepared for what could possibly be the end of the world? Are you prepared for what's coming up in this hour or so of entertainment that we have lined up for you? Are you ready to herald in the triumphant return of the Monster Mat Minutes? Are you prepared for the interview with Bottlenose Coffins? Could you possibly handle all the music that we have for you? Music by the Creepazoids, Full Moon Fanatics, The Sinisters, and so much more. Well, hmm, we'll see, we'll see. Yes, you heard right. We do have an interview conducted with the surf garage punk band known as Bottlenose Coffins. If I do say so myself, it's a very highly entertaining interlude with this quartet. And if you are not fans of the Bottlenose Coffins before, I think this just might turn you around. But before all that, we'll have some music, some talk, a little bit of this and that. We have the Ukrainian band Mystification open up this show. A little bit of solidarity, though it doesn't matter which side of the political divide you happen to land on. We're all going to be corpses in the end. But at the moment, let us hope that any kind of conflict going down in the Ukraine ends without any bloodshed. But that's highly unlikely. (laughs) I'm sure at the end of this, the atomic clock is going to click one more second closer to midnight. And once we strike 12, boom, that's it. It's over. There ain't no more. So we must enjoy our time before it runs out. And yes, listener, it's running out. But don't you worry. You're not alone. You have me. And I'll be your angry Bob any time of the week, so long as you keep listening. So tune in, but don't fall out. Right now we have the Creepazoids. And if you, dear listener, are troubled with all those swirling, unrestful thoughts that have you constantly questioning things, constantly challenging the established orders, if you want to eradicate those independent ideas that constantly clash you up against society, the Creepazoids, they have what you need. Let us fill the prescription for experimental serum number 114. Experimental serum number 114 
Don't you see it's for the good of permanent society? If your mind ain't working right, we'll change it chemically. Don't you see it's for the good of permanent society? If your mind ain't working right, we'll change it chemically. Socially experimental serum number one for change And if you go against our morality Experimental serum number one for change Don't you see it's for the good dependent of society And if your mind ain't working right we'll change it chemically Don't you see it's for the good dependent of society And if your mind ain't working right we'll change it chemically We'll change it chemically Creeps and ghouls, this is Tomb Dragomir from Tomb TV, and you're listening to Six Foot Plus. And you'll be trapped for the dirty, filthy. Love. 
Mission creeps with ghouls like us. Are you a ghoul? Do you glow in the dark? Hmm, do tell. I think it's time that we should get a little dark ourselves, my darlings. So, let us, and we'll continue. Dear listener, have you signed up for The Dispatch? It's the six-foot-plus themed newsletter that not only reminds you of when a new episode comes out, but twice a month you'll receive a more in-depth missive detailing behind-the-scenes info, trivia, and we'll also run some contests here and there. Four of our good listeners won free music. Those who had signed up beforehand got a preview of the Bottlenose Coffin interview days before this episode's release. Such lucky boys and girls, don't you think? And who knows what else might come about. So head on over to the website, sixfootplus.com, number six F-T-P-L-U-S, and sign on up. The band White Blackula features members of Zombina and the Skeletones, and they have some new music out. Speaking of which, did you pick up your copy of Charnel House Rock from Zombina and the Skeletones? It was released this week and is now available. You can also get copies of all the White Blackula releases, like this song, Son of a Creature Man. When you go to school in a You're the son of a creature man. We know you wanna eat. It's wrong, baby. You can't get much out. 
song Spider Baby from Full Moon Freaks. With the tensions rising in the Ukraine, the situation with Venezuela tumultuous, Uganda on the verge of inflicting genocide, it's hard not to think that we're all barreling down the fast lane towards that one-way street into the brick wall of extinction. Oh, but it's likely that we'll continue to just barely dodge biting the big one. But that invisible finger of our own species continues to inch towards the big red button. But dear listener, I know the truth, and we will not be so lucky. Things will not simply end with all responsibilities swallowed in an endless white light, leaving nothing but ash. No, we're going to endure, mangled, mutilated, ever enduring our own macabre stupidity. So we can't throw in the towel, not now. We do not have the option, no, we must look into how we can help. We can't give up, no matter how bleak things look. After all, humanity will survive this. It'll survive anything, even the return of the Monster Mat Minute. Good morning, maniacs. <laughs> yes, that's right. It is I, your theme, your drooly, Monster Mat Patterson, the man of a thousand bad monster jokes, sailing all the way from Pennsylvania. Hey, oh, and hey, oh, to you, way back at the corner of the tomb. <laughs> Oh, whoops. Oh, wrong pipe. Hey. Oh, no. Ecor, what is it? <laughs> Mister, I got to tell your maniacs. <laughs> you got busted. You got busted up in Canada. <laughs> oh, Igor. Sheesh, why would you blow up another man's spot and throw me under the hearse? What's the matter with you? Don't you know who signed your paychecks? You cretin. Oh, but I couldn't help myself, mister. <laughs> hey, you got busted. <laughs> Up in Canada, Canada. <laughs> Learn how to drive, dimwit. Igor! Wow, you, uh, you really stuck it to me there. Thanks a lot there, you little creep. Oh, maniacs, it's true, I fess up. I did get nabbed for speeding ticket while in Canada, up in Guelph, for the Canadian Haunted Attractions Conference. Um, even though that happened, the weekend was quite a success, and uh, I had a great time. I met Naomi Grossman, a.k.a. Pepper, from American Horror Story Asylum. She was very incredible. Uh, she now has in her hands a copy of my book, and uh, she'll never be the same again. She might go back to the asylum after reading it. <laughs> now, uh, I do want to thank everybody up there for giving me a warm reception and a... Uh, very fun time up there and I look forward to seeing you all in 2015. All right, now let's get on with the funny. Um, let me see here. What do we have? <clears throat> and Igor, you're in trouble. Uh, anyways, what Edgar Allan Poe film is being remade with a foodie twist? The Falafel of the House of Usher. <laughs> it's directed by Robert Ganoush. <laughs> they don't write them like this anymore, and there's a reason for that. <laughs> Speaking of remakes, Maniacs, Robocop is back. 
this time he's policing fraternity houses. Yes, it's true. Get ready for whoa, bro, cop. <laughs> All right. Am I the only one laughing? Hey, come on. <laughs> Help a brother out. All right, all right, all right. Uh, HBO, HBO, they are under a budget crunch, so they are combining some of its shows to uh, make room and uh, make more fiscally uh, approved decisions. So get ready for True Blood Detectives. <laughs> and that reminds me, finally, Maniacs, your final punishment. That reminds me of the Matthew McConaughey vampire combo film, The Dallas Biters Club. <laughs> it's good to be back, and uh, hopefully, next time I'll be ticket free. All right, maniacs, until next time, Ouija board wishes and cadaver dreams. Bye-bye. This has been the Monster Matt Minute with Monster Matt Patterson. Congratulations, you survived. For more from the man of a thousand bad monster jokes, follow Monster Matt on Twitter at number one Monster Matt. That's the number one Monster Matt. Keep track of Monster Matt's conventions appearances, his artwork, and info on his new book, Ha Ha Horror, over at his website, Ha Ha Horror, found online at hahahorror.com.
Let me ask you, friend, what's the difference between you and a corpse? Style. And let me tell you, the dead have a leg up on you because they've been using the power of voodoo. That's right. They've been going to VoodooSugar.com. Over there, they've got pins, bags, teas, stuff for the kids, stuff for the crypt. Why? They're the coolest stiffs around. Are you going to let that cadaver make a kook out of you? Well, fear not. Voodoo Sugar is for the living, too. VoodooSugar.com. Cool swag for the living and living dead. Monster Mafia with Surf No Limits, followed by Season of Nightmares and London After Midnight. I wonder whatever happened to those guys. Hmm. All right, it's time now for the interview with Bottlenose Coffins. Now, before we get to that, let me issue a bit of a correction. 
This being the first interview that I conducted for Six Foot Plus, I was a bit on the nervous side. And you'll hear me incorrectly state that this is the first interview on this podcast. I completely forgot about Dr. Gangreen's Metal Morgue. It has been a while since the last installment of that series that it might have possibly slipped your mind the way it slipped my own, dear listener. So let us go on over to sixfootplus.com and search for Metal Morgue. And we'll hear the Music City Madman, the physician of fright himself, Dr. Gangreen, interview such people as Lyle Blackburn of Ghoultown, heavy metal legend John Michael Thor, Fast Eddie Clark of Motorhead and Fastway, Derek Koch of Mail Order Zombie, and the currently fantastic podcast Monster Kid Radio, Stuart Feedback Andrews of the Rue Morgue Podcast and Cinemaphobia. Plus, there are so much more. I must extend a great bit of gratitude to Dr. Gangreen for conducting those interviews. And like you, dear listener, I'll be revisiting these segments after this episode is over. The Metal Morgue. Thank you, Dr. Gangreen. All right, without further ado, here now, an interview with Bottlenose Coffins. I'm speaking with the Seattle-based quartet known in some circles as Bottlenose Coffins. Um, so, hey guys, how's it going? Could you introduce us or introduce yourselves to the listeners who may not know who you are? I'm Bill. I'm Craig. I'm Steve. That's Renegade. And I'm Nick. And by the way, our life coach, Miles, is also here. Howdy. He, he's on retainer. So make it quick. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's charged, charged by the minutes, well, and uh, every minute counts. Counts. It's money. It's literally money. Yeah. Literal money. <laughs> Not microbytes, or what are those things that are popular? Oh, bitcoins. Bitcoins, yeah, bitcoins. <laughs> well, the, they won't be popular for very much longer, unfortunately. Not if Miles has anything to say about it. <laughs> bus is three and a half bitcoins right now. <laughs> Metro bus. So, Bottlenose Coffins has the distinction of being named the worst band name for the month of November 2013 by the Seattle Times. Yeah. Look at that. I didn't even know that. Is that true? That sounds about, that <laughs> That's sounds made up. Is that is talking to our That is true. <laughs> you guys were named, I think it was either worst or dumbest band name for November 2013. You lost out to a band called Why Wolves instead of Werewolves, I guess. <laughs> oh. Very clever, though. <laughs> no kidding. You know, lost out to them. Miles, yeah. our, Miles, our life coach, probably I don't know, Jason, uh, I've been told this about this. What, Wolves? I've been a subscription <laughs> for my whole life, and I've never seen that column. Well, it, it was online. It's on my you subscription. Can... You still probably oh, get the So paper. it must be true. <laughs> it must be true. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised it was just not I did not know that. That's I'm great. I'm very fragile, and I did not my know that. My face hurts. Yeah, I'm smiling so much. <laughs> we did have a bad band name in November. <laughs> Well, our band names get, you know, it's getting better. Yeah. I think it's, well, I think it's more of a spring. It's more of a spring name. Okay. I think we'll come out on top. This will turn around. Yeah. <laughs> now, personally, I think the Seattle Times got it. They got it wrong. I, I like the name Bottlenose Coffins, but what? Let's agree. What's the history behind that? And when did you guys like? How did you guys start playing music together? Oh. um... You know, a long, a long time ago, when we were just young, young boys, when we thought a name like Bottlenose Coffins was funny, we were two thousand four. Two thousand four. Yeah. Two thousand four. We thought lots of things were funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Hindsight's 2020. But know. we haven't really been a band since 2004, per se. We've been That's more of a figment of more, imagination yeah. since then. More it's f- come to full fruition. Yeah. Serious answers, we started playing then, and then we took a break, and then we started playing again. Yeah. So uh, it's an unofficial 10-year anniversary this year. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Wow. Don't say that, Jason. Holy shit. It's, <laughs> it's not. I mean, yeah, it's really unofficial. It's very unofficial. It's very, very unofficial. unofficial. It, and if you were here right now, you would not believe how Bill's sweatshirt is just falling apart. It's, it's Renegades. Like it, it's, 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 really, it's actually Renegades. Oh, it's Renegades? That makes sense. I, Never mind. I borrowed it. Moving on. This sweatshirt is just just it's just tearing itself at the wrists. <laughs> Aren't you starting to get cold wrists? <laughs> Anyway, never mind. Sorry. Anyways, is it was it is it similar to the sweater that's in the Christy Yamaguchi video? Oh, oh my god, <laughs> that sweater's no. gone now. Well, that no, that's a that's a sweat. I, I misspoke. This is more of a hoodie. Who showed Jason the video? Yeah, it's Jason. On the internet, unfortunately, gentlemen, <laughs> it's it's been out there for. But shouldn't you have parental blocks on your internet searches? Well, of some kind. No, I can, I can get around that. It doesn't really take that much. Oh, delete the cookies. Exactly. <laughs> Clear history. Income. Speaking of anniversaries, uh, we're coming up to the one-year anniversary of your full-length album, Gayzilla. Congratulations. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of anniversaries. <laughs> anniversaries. Well, how do you guys feel one year after Gayzilla? Mm, you know, it's just... Liberated. Liberated. Yeah. It's like when astronauts come back to Earth. A lot of strange tastes in my mouth. Yeah. Were you guys working on the album for a uh, while, and it was just great to finally put it down? Uh, yeah, I mean, we had there are like a lot of songs that just kind of been been hanging out that we that we finally recorded on that record, you know. So it it felt really really good just kind of get them done and get them get them out there, and now just try and start working on new material. Been working on new stuff, and that's that's exciting. That's exciting. Well, that's excellent. So, as Renegade said, it was liberating. Mm-hmm. Liberating. I stand by. Like burning bras. Uh, don't really know where you're going with that. <laughs> just thought of liberating. Sorry, it's the first thing that popped to mind. The album's called Gayzilla, not Nazi Germany. You know, <laughs> don't believe everything you read in the Seattle Times. Well, you're not going to show this interview to the Seattle Times, are you? We got a bad. I don't think they're. Li- I don't. I don't think they're listeners. Um, I have to check the demographics. I don't think we've. Uh, Apparently they're following us. <laughs> <laughs> Sons of it. I guess, you know, even if they're, you know, dissing you in the press, at least they heard of you. So I guess moral victory. I've, I'm very happy with yeah, the that's outcome cool. of that. That was cool news. I thought you Miles, were totally kidding. Did you know about that, that naming, the worst name? No, I didn't know they had to call him like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, no, it sounds like a slow news day for sure. Right? <laughs> Worst <laughs> band name. Come on. Yeah. Well, anytime we're in the sale time, yeah. slow news day. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So, exactly. <laughs> one thing about your music is that it's, you know, it's sort of drenched in like a surf rock sound, along with the, all the elements of punk, garage, and, you know, happiness. Uh, where did all the surf influence come from, if I may ask? Speaking of happiness, the film. <laughs> oh. Search of Happiness with Will Smith? <laughs> or The Pursuit of Happiness, I should say? No, Happiness. No, it's Happiness with... Starring Phil, Phil Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> Arrested. And, a, and, a, and drugged ice cream. Oh. At a children's party. Let's... <laughs> God, Jason, but as long as What was the question? Jason, come on. He's playing, uh, you know, Pursuit of Happiness. Well, surf music, how'd you guys get into it? Um, How are we going to surf music? There's a lot of good surf music from the Northwest, and surf music is cool. It makes you dance. 
and we all we all liked it. Yeah, it's uh, got a lot of reverb on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's like we you know like, you know, instrumental stuff, like a lot of good guitar stuff. And I mean, we figured that if we could take all the reverb from Surf and the fuzz and the overdrive from punk and I guess whatever fuzz music there is, mm. we could cover up speed fuzz, speed like speed fuzz. Oh yeah, you mean like speed fuzz? Yeah, we could. Yeah, like uh, we could. Uh, <laughs> We could cover up how shitty we are really well. Yeah, smoke and, and mirrors. I think, I think it works out. So far, so good. Seattle Times seems to love it. And we started as a, as a surf band, actually. And we were a surf band, that's <laughs> yeah. true. We started as a surf band, and that's kind of what was going on in 2004. We were kind of like a surf thing, and then it just kind of turned into like something, obviously. It's like a little bit more like an experimental, <laughs> like, you know, sexual thing. Yeah, kind of like a speed opera, disco country, with web, fuzz, yeah, thrash With thing. webbed feet. Yeah. You know. Berets. <laughs> One nostril. Yeah. It was, it was very, it was like kind of Frenchy, French kissy, French bread and wine, cheeses. Yeah. You know, you know, World War II. Or like the Kiss Destroyer album. <laughs> it was like the Destroyer album. <laughs> it was very Destroyer. Well, very whatever destroyer. it is, it's catchy as hell. I mean, I have to say, if, if it's, we were 10 months since I got the MP3s from you guys, and I guess I've, I, honest to God, I've listened to that album props once a month for the last eight out of ten months. So, good job. Thank you. What two months? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. It was I November. November. It was November. Yeah. November oh. I think we're more of a springy band. We had an off month in November. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, I think it was Christmas and Halloween, since that's kind of the busy season for us on the spooky podcast type okay oh okay i understand well i understand well though i think you missed a lot of the great constructive christmas and halloween songs that are on that record yeah you should try listening between songs next time (laughs) slow it down it's all about the space between the songs the space between after this i'm uh Probably going to pick up the vinyl since I think I just got my turntable fixed. So there's probably some songs that I missed on there. You guys still have copies for sale? Oh, yeah. Well, we're running low. Yeah, we're up to our eyeballs in them. So. <laughs> up to our eyeballs? Yeah. That's high. That's not true. We sold one yesterday. <laughs> yesterday? <laughs> I thought we sold one today. Well, I got around to texting you today. Oh. <laughs> I thought we sold two. What do you... <laughs> anyway. So... Along with being catchy, your music kind of has like a (laughs) bit of a dark humor to it. I mean, Mean Drunk takes the action of passing out in someone's bathroom into something that's kind of hilarious. And of course, there's, you know, songs like Topless Octopus and Christy Yamaguchi. Do you guys, Mm. when you're writing these songs, do you seek out to kind of put this little fun humor to it to crack up some stoic punk guy that might be in the crowd? Or do you just do it because... You know, it's something you enjoy playing on stage. Um, I think it's actually about having fun at practice, kind of. It's weird. It yeah. kind of starts just with making each other laugh and making each other smile and just having fun playing music together. And then it just kind of, I guess, those end up being the songs. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then to make it all work, the target is the stoic punk guy at yeah, the show. I mean, totally. he's just, he's, and he just becomes, you know, the guy in the leather jacket kind of just becomes the butt of the joke. He yeah. doesn't know it when he walks in, but, you know, he hates us by the end of it. But, you know, every, everybody this. else kind of likes it. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, no, there's I mean, lots of dark places. We like to go lots of dark places. We're very dark. Maybe, like, I'm really dark. Maybe even darker Nick, than I've been noticing something about you lately. <laughs> I've been wanting to talk to you about it. You're kind of I'd say the whole guy. idea is to make that dude laugh. 
Yeah, yeah, that I guess dude is, is the dude of the whole show. Hasn't been laughing the entire show. The stoic punk guy. Gazilla, hold on, hold on, Gazilla hold on. Got, There's a phone, phone call. Oh, it was a text. Oh, oh okay. first interview. This is the, <laughs> the stoic punk guy texts us. He's pretty angry about it. He's pretty angry we're talking about him behind his back. Can we do hire a guy that's stoic and kind of punkish? We have a plant at every show. Yeah. It's like the stoic punk guy. I mean, it's like an Andrew Dice Clay comedy show, like, today. Like, he's got to have a couple plants because he's like, the guy's material is old, so you got to have a couple guys that are going to laugh about it. Hello. Is that, what, uh, <laughs> is that what Miles does? Is he secretly the stoic punk guy at all your shows? No. He jerks off and watches us. <laughs> and stoically. Can't you hear him jerking off in the background? I didn't want to break that up, <laughs> but... <laughs> Well, uh, I think he'll probably be able to EQ it out later. Fix it in post. I guess he's, I mean, he's he's earning all your money. I mean, along with being your life coach and the masturbating stoic punk guy, both in interviews and in post shows. So. <laughs> I don't know where we're going. Yeah, he's taking all of our Bitcoin. Well, okay. You all, you've got this awesome surf, garage, punk, speed, French, thrash music, and it's got a great <laughs> sense of humor. But in the middle of Gazilla, there's... This song mm. twenty five that even with all those elements, yeah. kind of has this uh, introspective idea about fucking up around that age. It's a bit of an odd. It doesn't stand out because it still has the BNK sound, but it's this different type of sincerity. Uh, what was you know? What's the story or motivation behind that? Miles. Come on. Come on. We've talked about this in group. <laughs> but seriously, folks. But, uh, I mean, we had touched by an angel. I mean, we had some sincerity going on that day. Um, I mean, Nick could probably speak a lot about sincerity. Yeah. Nick wrote that song. I'm the most sincere guy. Nick is really sincere. No, um, wrote it. I'm very sincere. That's a lie. No. <laughs> Case of point. Two points, Bill. Also a lie. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I don't know. So uh, that was that's you know yeah. I mean, dude, what do you want me to say? I don't know. That's uh, that's kind of uh, all my friends. All my friends smoke, and I don't. And I want to. I'm stressed out all the time, and I want to smoke, and I want to be cool, and I can't because it seems like it's a dumb thing to do. <laughs> so that song is all about my dog not liking me, about wanting to be a girl. And like, and not smoking cigarettes. We all make fun of Nick for not smoking. We're all like, "Hey, fresh breath." <laughs> yeah. Why don't you? Why don't you yeah. go back to girl school? Why don't you go brush your tongue? <laughs> why don't you go run a mile. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you go ride a bike up a hill? <laughs> well, well, either way, it's, it's a, a good finger. song. And um, I earlier today I heard your live performance. I believe it was on uh, Zorch Radio, and you guys cut out a you know, you belted out a really good rendition of that along with the other ones. Oh, yeah. Zorch. Oh, cool. Good old Jacob on Zorch Radio. Another great, another great show. Another great show. I think he tweeted something about them coming back, so that'd be good. Or at least... You plug in Jacob here. Who's them? Is them... Is that like the people in your carpool or is that... That... Them? them? Jacob? Who's Uh, them? Zorch Radio. Like the band of them? No, Zorch Radio. Uh, they uh, oh. haven't had a new episode out or something. Oh, okay. He says them, but it's only a him. It's only a him. It's really, I mean, maybe the there's them. kind of another guy. Where Jacob goes to listen to a girl. I think Jacob's just, he's just riding in a carpool. He's riding in He's riding in the carpool. Riding, shotgun right. we'll, we'll, we'll riding text, down the 167. We'll text him, get him going again. Yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. Little tangent. There. We were full of those, those That's tangents there. Understandable. Speaking of carpools, when you guys, uh, well, in Topless Octopus, there's that medley that uh, mixes Aerosmith and Black Flag. So 
when you guys are, I don't know, touring or in the carpool, are you blasting out like toys in the attic right after Milo goes to college or damaged? I mean, this is an interesting mix of uh, classic rock and hardcore punk. Um, I mean, did you guys? Our, uh, I'm pretty sure we wrote those songs. Who are those bands? Aerosmith. Uh, they're from Boston. Like um, black they had a couple oh, albums. He said a black flag. <laughs> what? Um, no, our oh, the cars that we drive in don't have don't have uh, tape cassette or or CD. Where does we listen to a lot of Christian radio? <laughs> Get really angry at it. Jason, the babes just walked in. We got distracted. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> there's a couple. There's a couple. Couple honeys. Honey bunnies, and Miles is joining them. <laughs> like I said, he's our life coach. He likes to warm us up. He's kind of the fluffer. <laughs> but yeah, no, just lots of lots of angry Christian radio. That's your pregame. That's your uh... really non-Christian way. In the, in the way that it's like, is it isn't it funny that when you're driving through mountain passes, the only thing that gets to the mountain passes is, is Christian God. Radio? That's not <laughs> weird to me, Nick. <laughs> when you get up that high. You're closer to God. The only signal that's coming down is heaven. Yeah. So the end of the day, Jason, yeah, that we, we like science. all those songs. Well, that's all, all that music you mentioned is good, and that's why we like yeah. to play it. Except Aerosmith got really shitty after Dream On. That's all. I mean, I don't know. Have you ever heard Jaded? It's pretty good. I'm a lot of Jaded. I like the Armageddon soundtrack, like through and through. Aerosmith all the way to... Yeah. I used to have the Aerosmith video oh, game. Revolution X. Really quick, really quick. Band meeting about Craig. Band meeting about Craig after the podcast. Yeah, yeah band meeting about Craig. Yeah. Craig's in on it, too. Uh, Craig wants to leave the band after. It's <laughs> <laughs> good video. Anyways. Anyways. Christian, Christian Rock. Rock. One of the, one of the uns, unsung influences on uh, Bottlenose Coffins. Uh, some of the ones that are more apparent on Gazilla, uh, Gojira and Sith's Up, they play tribute to, well, you know, Godzilla and Star Wars. Uh, you mentioned new recordings. Are there going to be further, you know, nerd, geek, freak, pop culture references on that? Uh, so far, no. <laughs> I mean, but probably. What do you want to hear, Jacob? <laughs> What's your favorite film? <laughs> What's your favorite song, Jacob? Uh, um, have you guys have you guys ever seen Reuben and Ed? Jacob, come on. <laughs> come on, I thought you. I, 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 I could have sworn he was going to say Blades and Saddles. We're not going to we're not going to make a favorite, like a song about your favorite Netflix film. <laughs> oh, you should check it out. Crispin Glover. There's like uh, Karen Black. Yeah. Well, never mind. Forget I said anything. Done. <laughs> <laughs> I just see this skull. I just think a skull is talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jason the Skull. Oh, I'm a Jason Skull. Six foot plus. I'm a six foot six plus. Foot plus. I have electrical com. voltage coming out of my face. Circles. Uh, <laughs> cool avatar. Thank you. thank you. It's like a skull with the voice of Archer. <laughs> Seattle Times voted your avatar best avatar of November Radio everywhere. Well, they, they obviously have something great going on there. They really, you know, they, I know why they, jaded, yeah. they pick them before they're ripe, you know? They just do. They do. So, <laughs> um, I. <laughs> um, so, pregnant until proven guilty. 
I saw that recently, mm -hmm. though I guess it was, it's been around for a while. One of the more interesting videos, I guess, put to film. Why did you pick that for Digital. to be immortalized in the medium of video? Digital, actually. HD? <laughs> HD. Flip, flip camera. Flip camera. On you never know. Time. Why did we choose to make a video? Well, of that song out of all the ones on the album. Well, I mean, Christy Yamaguchi, I guess, is pretty self-explanatory. But um, Do you think no? they made a mistake? Just okay. I'm just trying to get. I'm trying to get into your head. Oh, okay. Um, ah! <laughs> get out of my head! I don't know. We all like that song. That I pretty, like that song. I really, really dislike Jam Brewer. I think she's the worst person in like in the Western United States. And that song's about how much she sucks. And so, um, and people are like, people just think it's about a guy getting pregnant, which is cool because Junior is a great film, but like, mm -hmm. Jan Brewer just sucks. And I mean, she. And you can't see us, but we all kind of look like Dan DeVito. Yeah. Well, like, kind of short. You know, like, we kind of, we, we play with the aspect ratio on everything we film. I mean, it's digital, you know, it's digital. Yeah, you can play. A lot of plays, a lot of plays. But I mean, uh, I don't know. It's like, I thought that it's a really catchy song, it's fun. And, you know, we got to go steal instruments from a recording studio and score some drugs. And I just thought it'd be, it seemed like it was like, it was the right length. That song was the perfect length to like steal some, steal some stuff, you know? Gave us enough time to steal. Yeah. Gave us time to steal. Three minutes or something. Pitch the veins. <laughs> yeah. Freak out. Have a psychedelic trip while we're doing heroin, because that makes sense. Yeah. And then the, and then the cop, did you see the, the, did you see the cop who found us? Jason, she's the cop. Jason, did uh, you see the cop? I didn't see the cop. There was a cop at the end. He's a real cop. He, he pulled a gun it's on spliced, me. It's spliced into the, near the end of the video, it's spliced in for a few frames. There's a cop with a shotgun walking up to us. <laughs> He's a total a-hole. Because he thought we were killing people with swords in that alley. Yeah. Um, well, that's what happens when you dance around with swords in an alley and your name's Bill Molstein. Hey. People get, you know, people get hot and bothered and they call the police. Yeah. That so, happened. Uh, yeah, watch it again. And but Jan Brewer sucks. Jan Brewer's in the video a few times. So Jan Brewer, yeah, Jan Brewer, I mean, like... Uh, Wayne Jam Campbell. Brewer, party huh? <laughs> yeah, Wayne Campbell, Jam Brewer. I'm a bitch. Yeah. Look her up. She's a real piece of shit. Yeah. Well, I was born in Tucson. I'm well aware of Jan Brewer. Yeah. And she she signed a, you know, she signed uh, she you know, the she vetoed something. Oh my, know, god. oh my god. How amazing. They kept the Super Bowl. Yeah, I know. That was it. It was all business. Fucking yada yada bitch. yada. But you know, anyways, she's that, she bitch. sucks. And uh, you know, she made there's on no moral grounds that she make that decision. But anyways, let's just talk about how Wayne Campbell was in that video. <laughs> but that was fun. I got a couple like sixteen year old kids to uh, you know basically deface like photocopies of Jan Brewer's face. <laughs> yeah, I cool. saw those in a couple of uh, the subliminal yeah. messages. So that's a little brat. It was super fun. Those kids, you know, yeah, those spoiled little brats. <laughs> Peace. Are you going to make any more videos? Or are you focusing on recording this year? Um, well, we're gonna we're gonna do some recording, and like we definitely will probably do some some videos once we have some new songs done. Um, I think we should write the videos first. <laughs> yeah, I think it fits more. It's I'm more. Write the songs guys, in the video. That's the future. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Um, but you know, Snap so band. all those videos were done by our friend, our author Arthur. Leon Adams the third author Leon author Arthur Arthur Leon and um, he's uh, he actually lives down in Oakland and he's a really really good friend of friend of ours he he's the lead singer in an amazing like power pop band like power pop soul band called Blamos and he also um, he also splits time as a robot in a band called the Phenomenots and so if we're gonna make any videos it's sort of a little bit on his schedule but he's made some really amazing videos. 
in the past. And he did both of those. We shot both of those videos back to back. Like we did the Christy Yamaguchi video at like a party at her house, made a video. Then we woke up, hung over the next day and then made the next video. And so like, yeah, art. basically like we're waiting for to like get some new recordings and then just let art decide to do it. And he's been talking about doing this like drunk girls uh, video for like years but it's gonna take like it's gonna take a budget like probably like what like 20 grand 20 to 30 grand minimum i mean i'm thinking we should probably get more so much cg god (laughs) i know i mean it's gonna yeah i mean like he's you know he's whatever i convince my grandma to spend (laughs) you have to pay for uh the appearance of miss tourniquet from the blood types and i hear i hear she'll work but she doesn't come cheap she doesn't come cheap. She doesn't come cheap. No. But her husband, Jesse B. Negative. Yeah. Oh my God. He's the cheapest son of a bitch. That guy, you can pay that guy with a bucket of KFC chicken. I tell you what. Yeah. And he'll fight over somebody for it. You can dump it on his head. Yeah. He'll dump it. He'll rub himself all. He'll rub his body with those chicken. Do wings. whatever you want to him, Jason. <laughs> Anyways. Just well, buy him a plane ticket to New York for a week. Or I can come out to Seattle. It sounds like you got it. it sounds like it's a really happening place. And plus well, he's down in Portland, but yeah, you know, he'll probably come up here for a bucket of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He'll smell it down there. <laughs> God. Can't get real, son of a bitch. God, what a dirtbag. <laughs> well, I think we're recorded that record, by the way. <laughs> he produced yeah, right. He produced and recorded our record. Yeah. We don't God, you love fried chicken. Yeah. That's a lie. I've never seen him eat it. Uh, Wait, I think to your person in the band. <laughs> Tell everyone. I think that's. Uh, I think that might be a good place to leave off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Loud and clear. <laughs> <laughs> anything? Any? Anything? Any closing benedictions you'd like to depart on our listening audience? Any bands you want to plug? Do you have any of shows coming up that you want to get the word out? Um, the thing on the fourth, April fourth. April fourth. No idea where it is. Two bit, right? Oh, okay. I think I we're did. playing April fourth at the Two Bit Saloon in Seattle, Washington. Of course, Ballard, um, Washington. Ballard, Washington. Invite your friends, Jason. <laughs> Invite all your friends to come. And uh, I don't know. We're working right now. We're probably going to do a little, uh, little like tour sometime in the summer. I'm sure. So. Not sure exactly where we're going to get. Um, definitely like to plug in New York, The Other Men. Um, really rad band that has some friends of ours that play in it, and we're hoping to get out that that way sometime soonish to play some gigs with them. And other than that, um, check out some other cool Seattle bands, uh, Lindsay's and Bad Future, and uh, do yourself a favor and check out Muhammad Ali out of uh, Houston, Texas. Those guys are rad, too. Excellent. If people wanted to get news about any future recordings, tours, or just to ogle pictures of you gentlemen, uh, where can they go online? Uh, those Coffins is on Instagram. <laughs> okay, but more importantly, we're also on those coffins we on Instagram and Twitter and Twitter and, and, and Facebook. Facebook. We and have a band camp. <laughs> we have a camp every summer. We host uh, polar bear swimming at 9 a.m. <laughs> Uh, the underprivileged youth going up to our nation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Jason didn't hear you. Farts and crap. Uh, it, it's okay. It's farts okay. and farts and crafts. Farts and farts and crap. <laughs> I'm so goddamn old. Jesus was my camp counselor. <laughs> uh, amen. Hey. 
Amen. So fucking old. I'm just old. <laughs> well, thank you, Bottlenose Coffins, for for the first interview, possibly maybe the last ever on Six Foot Plus. No, no, I, I, this this is probably as as best, if not even better, than I thought it would have gone. Pterodactyl so eggs. Jason, I can't wrap to make it. You kept the same tone the entire interview. It's very impressive. Your voice is I, amazing. You, it doesn't go up. It doesn't go down. It's just fucking steady. <laughs> It's really, it's great. Oh, like a rock! <laughs> Thank Jason, you. I want to get mad. Whoa, get mad! Let's go to the dragon's here. I can't. I'm smiling too Jason's hard. Jason's going to the dragon. I like it when you booty go! <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing. Go! <laughs> that was awesome. Go! <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, white cheeks, sir. The point is, I think, well, seriously, thank you guys. This this has been awesome. Welcome, go <laughs> home. Has been... Thank you, Skull. Get out of here. Get out of here, kid. Bottlenose Coffins, and that's Coffins with a K. They can be found online. Just search for them. Head on over to Facebook and type it in. You can also go over to thebottlenosecoffins.bandcamp.com and purchase yourself a copy of their album, Gayzilla. Tell the band what you thought about the interview on Twitter at BNK Gojira Rock. That's BNK G O J I R A R O C K. In your city, in your
your town and in your neighborhood, thousands of girls are becoming rockabilly hellcats. Girls running in packs who learn the naked facts of life too young, dressed in clothes from cats like us. Don't tell me you've never rode a hot rod or had a late date in the second balcony. These girls shop online all hours of the night at catslikeus.com, and they get what they want. T-shirts, tight dresses, handbags, and more. These girls are dressed to kill. Too young to be careful, too tough to be afraid. I get my kicks at Cats Like Us, city of Tonawanda. Catslikeus.com. Ever heard of exorcism? Stylized ritual. You'd like that? The Sinisters with the ultimate sinister ritual. They're the newest Necrotone Records band, and we're glad they're part of the family. As should you. You're going to need all the friends you can get, unless you think you can last it out by yourself. But then, what about us, dear listener? What about Six Foot Plus? What about Gravediggers Local 16? Are you reading GDL 16 over at gravediggerslocal.com? Uh, you should. While you're at it, follow them on Twitter at GDL16 and on Facebook, facebook.com slash gravediggerslocal. I want to thank Chris from Vitoxa, V-E-T-O-X-A, Vitoxa Records, who sent out a copy of the Zagman's releases. 
Before the Pine Box Boys, there were the Zagmen, an experimental noise rock group. And I don't normally go for avant-garde music, but the Zagmen are fantastic. If you're a fan of John Zorn or Praxis or Acid Mother Temple, well, you probably already own the Zagmen's records. But if you don't, go pick them up. When we get weird again, which we will, we always do, we'll play some Zagmen, but let's hear a tune from the last Pine Box Boys record, Tales from the Emancipated Head, and we'll follow it up with a bit of blood-sucking zombies from outer space, since both songs are related, despite being completely different. Now you've seen that homeless fella down there on the corner. You've been watching him probably for as long as I have. But the poet's been staring at him, and he knows more. He knows that he, he wasn't always like this. But before, he was once a grand experiment of some great scientist from some faraway land.
concluding that set, the reigning monarchs, Frankenstein Ska. And that will close things up for this episode of Six Foot Plus. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. Many thanks to Bottlenose Coffins for the interview. And thank you for listening. We'll be back next Friday over at sixfootplus.com. Do subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts just so that you don't miss out on anything that may pop up. If you want a reminder whenever there's a new episode or a little bit of news regarding Six Foot Plus, sign up for the Six Foot Plus Dispatch over at the website. And if you're feeling chatty, I'm on Twitter at Six Foot Plus. That's the number six, F-T-P-L-U-S. And I do enjoy your letters. It's contact at sixfootplus.com. We started this show off with a band from the Ukraine, so we'll end with a band from Venezuela. It is quite literally the least we can do to show support. The band isn't terribly spooky, but it's fitting since the album is called Plomo Riventa, which translates to bursts of lead. And this song, Vale de Balas, or Valley of Bullets. I hope you're doing all right, Venezuela. I hope you're doing all right yourself, dear listener. And until next time, remember, duck and cover. Six Foot Plus, Episode 96. 
one more minute closer to midnight. Tick-tock. This has been Six Foot Plus, a GDL 16 production. To support, subscribe, rate, review, and recommend Six Foot Plus. The theme song, Carpe Noctum, performed by the Madeira. Shivala, Yvonne. Urban Graveyard Lounge music, performed by Kava Khan. Mahalo. Monster Matt Patterson of the Monster Matt Minute can be found online at hahahorror.com. To find out about all the music you've heard on this episode, as well as all past episodes and all those important links, go to Six Foot Plus. That's the number six, F-T-P-L-U-S dot com.